Hey, it's a Play Cousins podcast. In this bitch. Hey, we're just having a good time. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Oh, gosh. Yeah. All the appropriations going on right now. Oh, that was... Yeah, Do you know how many sombreros that. I saw on the train that I were so not many. of people that were of that sure, descent? Sure, 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 <laughs> not sure. sure. A lot. Oh, God. I'm sure It's a like lot. Coachella with the Native American wear. Oh, boy. <sighs> we went there already. I'm Jamil. Lindsay, India is across from me. Yes. Today, because mm-hmm. we're on opposing sides, because we don't have a lit guest. We and, don't have any guests. And because fuck each other's lives. What? Oh, <laughs> Needed you to break that up. I didn't know. I know. I wanted to be controversial already. Got you. Got you. Got you. <laughs> um, yeah, we don't have guests this week, but we're still going to make the show extremely, extremely interesting. Yes. First of all, Lindsay, how are you this week? Doing all right. It's been a very odd up and down week. Really? Well, mostly because, I mean, I feel like when you're on social media, your life is definitely determined by some of the things sure. that happen on there. And it's been up and down. Okay. Like how. Yeah. First of all, like this healthcare shit is already ah, getting me upset. Yeah, but that's a whole conversation. You gotta have faith in the Senate, really. or you gotta have n- not a uterus and a, va- a vagina. Oh, no, dog. That's what you have to if you're also a woman, have. Because you can get birth control in the grocery store, according to them. So <laughs> I like to get dairy products and just a IUD inserted into me <laughs> right. while I'm shopping. They're like <laughs> for me. Yogurt. They're like me. They, they only they wear condoms it comes with your they yo- come. It comes with your yogurt right. to make sure that your pH balance is perfect. So right. it's like, here, also don't have a... Ch- smell good down there when I'm eating you the fuck out, but also don't have my child. Right. So that's what they want. It's, it's another very, podcast my mother can't listen to. That's pretty check. much majority of them. <laughs> yeah. Only like 80%. Yeah, it's a strong 85. <laughs> um, How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. Had a had a crazy day so, today. Uh, crazy forty eight hours. I am <laughs> so. I want to apologize to. Let me say everybody in the room. <laughs> everybody in the Aww. room. I was late tonight. Also, <laughs> I missed a very important event yesterday because of. Fucking Summer Jam. Oh, my goodness. Hey, yo, Summer Jam, eat ass on some jeans. <laughs> Dead ass, oh right? Oh, God. And a the bent over ass from the back. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The peekaboo ass. Cause the woman's so big, you can't see where it is. Jesus so you got to spread everything. Eat that. Listen, I bought tickets to Summer Jam, so it better be good now. If it's, if it's taking t- you away from here. Why'd you buy? I could have probably that. Well, because I bought five for five different people. Well, like, five tickets? Yeah, five of us are going. You got money. Well, no, no, no. They all pay me back. Like, Venmo right away. Oh, never so, mind. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, so we're, we're going to be squad up yeah. in there. Hopefully it's not trash. Hopefully y'all pay for it at Summer Jam. <laughs> I'm be honest. I, I have fun know. at Summer Jam regardless, though. Like, everybody always talks about, like, oh, it's like the lineup is either trash or this, or it's too many, like people all at once and like mm-hmm. the fest how the festival's crazy and then like the and how people get crazy when we go in for the entrance i always have fun okay to be honest the parking lot's fun everything's fun it is all it is fun i have a good time yeah. but you always have to work yes every year it is work but you know what is fun following <laughs> us on instagram at play cousins podcast what a segue hashtag play cousins to enjoy the conversation Lindsay, where can they find you? Lindsay India, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y. India, like the country. Mm. All together. No spaces, no dashes, nothing. That's right. At in, On Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. This is a new voice. Yes. Yeah. It was not my creepy No, it wasn't. I, I kind of like, like, like it. It was like a natural. Cool I love the energy voice. today. Yeah. And then lindsayindia.com. You can check my new interview with Sean C. and LV. And put my anxiety in rice. We'll be coming back next week. Put my anxiety in rice, bitch. So 
we got a lot coming, so we're working on shit. We're working on getting the ball rolling. It's a marathon, not a sprint. There we go. Amen. And where can they find you, Jameer? Hey, you can find me at It's Jameer, I-T-S-J-A-M-E-E-R-A, um, on Twitter and Instagram. I am Jameer on Snapchat. And I've been getting a lot of followers really? on Facebook. No, you got to get them to come on the show. You got to do it. I don't know a, if I we got to do them. speed dating with Jameer's 40 no and Frisky. No way. Yes, we're doing that. If you're over 40 and feeling frisky, as always, I encourage you to follow me on Facebook, uh, Jameer Pond, P-O-N-D. I see you've been dropping gems this week. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I did a new segment called Dropping Gems on Instagram and Twitter. You going to do it every day? Facebook, doing it every day. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Taping throughout the week. We got to get gems for ourselves. You know what I'm saying? You got to yes. pick some gems up. Hey, look by your feet. There's a gem. <laughs> so we're we, we going to talk about different topics. Every Sunday, I think I'm going to uh, round it out with something positive. That's dope. So, Love yeah. that. Look out for that. Look out for that on Twitter and Instagram. Yep. Love that. All right. This week, again, we don't have a guest, but um, I have been so inspired <laughs> by the Everyday Struggle. Oh, my God. It is so show. good. It's I try so to watch good. it every day that I'm doing my work. Like, I put it on too. the side of my screen. Yes. Shit is so Same good. Here. It's so good. I thought I was going to hate it. I just thought I was. I thought I was going to hate it, too. But I hated it first. I, well, re- honestly, I cannot. No offense to him. Like, he has, he's popular. So I cannot stand it, DJ Academics. Yeah. I can't. But I love Joe with him because yeah. Joe hates him, too. Right. It's like, <laughs> it's like. as much as we all do. Everybody hates him. Nadeska hates him. He has, a, he has like, him. fans, though. It's crazy. He has real, like, fans that are, like, cape for him no matter what, though. He has it's a crazy. really dumb face. That's a dumb face. So I don't know what it is. It's just yeah. he's oh god, dumb face. I'm just trying not to even say negative. Th- I just cannot stand him. Don't say anything. Really negative. can't. I'm proud. I'm proud of them though, because that's yeah. like the first take of hip hop. And and shout I, out to Nadeska for putting up with that. Wow, Nadeska, she does a great job. She's a, she's a, a great woman. medium there. I love her. Yeah. <laughs> Medium. I, I was discussing with people on Twitter. I was like, people, somebody said we should send her an edible arrangement. Yo, somebody should <laughs> My give, condolences. Somebody should give her some brownies that have marijuana in them. Dead ass. Yeah. Every, every show she'd be she like, need, slumped like, all right, Joe, your like, turn. Yo, fuck, I don't know <laughs> your what the turn. fuck y'all talking about. Your turn. But yeah, because she needs it. But she. It's but I like that she show. gets her opinions in there, too. Of course. It's, like, it's great. Of course. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a great show, and this is definitely going to be. Uh, everyday struggle inspired since we don't have a guest mm-hmm. figured that we could go on a debate too because sometimes we don't agree i know I'm as a, family i'm trying to think of like what we might not agree on though it's kind of tough because we do we agree on a lot we don't ever get heated like you no, and no, i don't no, ever no, have no. complete opposite views you no. just it's more like one part of the opinion is the devil's advocate for the other sure that's it i'm but always the devil's advocate. i don't think it'll it definitely won't be joe and academic style no. but we can <laughs> all right so i think one of us should be joe. one of us should be joe one of you <laughs> should be academic so let's do rock paper scissors <sighs> best right. two out of three rock, rock paper, paper scissors, scissors shoot. Say, no it oh. says shoot who the fuck oh, everybody Jesus. where the fuck you been <laughs> white people from, probably yeah don't. right right <laughs> rock paper scissors shoot look rock, rock paper, paper scissors, scissors says shoot, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, says shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, says shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, says shoot. God damn you, Lindsay. We've just been doing rock and scissors. Like nobody's been doing paper. Rock, paper, scissors, says shoot. Yeah. God damn. All right. That's one. That's one. Rock, paper, scissors, says shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, says shoot. Got you. All right. One, one. Rock, paper, scissors, says shoot. Fuck. All right. So who am I? Academic. God damn it. All right. So. 
So yeah. I'll be. So you you're gonna be the. Oh, so I gotta yell. You gotta be the vocally aggressive one. I gotta be mad, one. calm, and Here hate that you're happy. But I'm definitely gonna have good <laughs> points. So yeah, I've done my research. So but I you gotta. Academic. But you also have to throw pl- the word Playboy Cardi <laughs> in every five sentences. I'm gonna do this Playboy. This Playboy. <laughs> Cardi. But have you heard Playboy Cardi's album though? Yeah. Like he's really doing his thing. You know, Playboy Cardi. <laughs> Playboy Cardi. I'm, I'm gonna throw that in when shit don't even make sense. <laughs> Exactly what he does. That's exactly. It's like, how do we get here? You're talking about party next door. You said, you said, did you say party or Cardi? You said something related. I thought you said play with Cardi. I'll be honest with you. That okay. So funny every time. So we got we got some debate topics. I thought a really good one that we do riff on sometimes, mm-hmm. and he actually was on the uh, Everyday Struggle show. Yes. Is Loyati. Yes. And I, first of all, it's my, been my favorite episode so far. It has. What, it was such a good episode. Yes. I feel like I got more clarity from Loyati. You have been on record of saying <laughs> that you've hated this. Man. Yes, I know. You hate this man. And I and I have some things like to say and, okay. and things, some things to reiterate, some things to to change. Okay, so let's talk about the 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 plight of the new generation coming from older generations like our age mm-hmm. let's talk about the the harsh criticism that they've been getting because we saw on the show yes. that joe was very hard on them <laughs> very very hard <laughs> screaming at the kid is just trying to be happy and yeah. i kind of feel his sentiments i feel that as a 19 year old we all do fucked up crazy shit mm-hmm. and him not knowing the history of hip-hop yes shame on him but as a 19 year old from seeing his perspective I totally agree with where he's going. When he's trying to get this money, he's trying to make sure that him and his family is good. And I really respect that. The one point that Joe Budden brought up, though, is that, and I, I, I do respect the getting the money part. Um, I complete, the, to, I would say this, the everyday struggle, I still feel the same way about Yachty as an artist. Same okay. sentiments. I cannot stand him. I think he represents everything that's wrong for so the culture. So you don't like Peekaboo? Ah, eh, right. All right. No, not really. You don't like Peekaboo? What? I like mm, I like Offset on it. Offset continues to. First of all, let me just shit. say this: Offset is like the greatest thing that's in Migos. Thank you. And Absolutely. Nobody, because Quavo is good at hooks. He has good voice. That's it. But Offset can kill a fucking verse. Migos continue. I mean, Offset, Offset is, is the rapper of Migos. He continues to body. Every he is verses. the Styles P and Jada. It's like and he and uh Quavo J- is the Jada kid. But Jada, like, no taking away from Jada because no, not Quavo at all. Body but shit. But I'm talking about star power wise. Offset right. is Styles P, where he's the hidden gem. Sure. But he's also sure. still getting his like credit where it's he due. Body shit. But Quavo's the one that's gonna get the solo career. Sure. Like, but uh, Offset. Let me just say. Offset that. is. So I would say that Peekaboo wise, I just can't stand Yachty's voice. First of all, and that has nothing to do with like what my points are because that's just preference wise. So I can't say anything about that. But I do not like what he represents as an artist mm-hmm. in hip hop. I don't like someone that says like, okay, I'm gonna. It's great that you wanna. Um, to me, it's like he he wants to take what he can from hip hop and then advance with it without sure. paying his respects, and that's what I don't care for. Like you're you're calling yourself I'm not a I'm not a rapper I'm an entertainer though, and I want to do things outside of uh, hip hop and rap. But you're still profiting off of it sure. because everyone's calling you a rapper, and you're not constantly uh, correcting them. And to me, it's a si- similar in a way without the but minus the race is- issue as Iggy Azalea to me. Mm. Where Iggy is kind of coming in acting as though a little entitled to hip hop money, but without putting in the hip hop respect. Mm-hmm. And Iggy's issue was a lot of her her race, so it's not the same thing at all right. in that aspect. But it is in in the in the sake of 
trying to profit off of the culture without having the real respect for the culture. And it's like, and he keeps saying, I want to progress from there. But th- your h- biggest hit songs are hip hop songs. Sure. And your biggest hit songs are the like the DJ Cassidy one is not the one taking off. The one with Jovain is not taking off. Like the, it's Broccoli with Drum. Sure. It's uh, is that the essentially hip hop though? Well, Drum. I mean, Drum started off in sure. in the R and B hip hop realm, and he's now been able to right. That song is very poppy. Um, but to me, I, I just don't like the fact that I feel is I just don't like the respect he does not have for the culture. And no, I don't agree with the whole he should know Rakim's middle name and all those tweets that they were sure. saying that Joe right. would have been saying. But um, I will say this though, from the Everyday Struggle interview, I really respect Yachty as a person. Okay. I thought that the fact that he was like when they said what like well, I, we can't believe that you agreed to come on. He goes, no, I love conversation and I want to have this conversation. Right. And he even apologized for what he said about the Biggie remarks. He did. So to me, I was like, okay, as a person, you are, you seem like a great kid. Like you seem like you have a good heart. You just seem like you know the weird kid in school that when you make a mistake, you'll just be like, oh wow, I didn't know that. I didn't know that that was going to offend people. But at the same, like you're not just this entitled, cocky, annoying bitch kid. Right. Like you're not you're not going around acting like how in the past few years Meek Mill has been acting, saying you acting like oh I was I was meant to get this. Like he seems appreciative, right, for his career and what he's his his, his success because he kept talking about I used to be in college like trying to mm-hmm. hustle and I I had I was working like at McDonald's like I didn't know what I was gonna do so. That I respect. And I also respect his album cover. I think that that's amazing. Right. I think that that's important for hip hop as well, but also just music in general. Sure. But it's really the uh, how he treats the culture I don't really respect. Okay. Well, let me... I, I, I understand that's where you're I coming from. <laughs> right. I understand yeah. where you're coming from. My thing is that this is a two-way system of communication. The biggest problem that I have with a lot of OGs is that mm-hmm. the OGs are so critical yeah. who is stepping out to really teach these kids about hip-hop? Mm-hmm. You can't be mad if somebody is coming up 18, 19, 17 years old in the game and profiting off of the gems that you have set yeah. in the hip-hop holy grail. You can't be mad that they're doing that because that's what hip-hop was for. It's for expansion. Now, the, the fact that none of these kids are getting the proper knowledge mm-hmm. is a twofold system. One, because when you come into anything, you should have some basic knowledge. In yeah. It, right. So when you come into anything, you should be familiar with your foundation. But also, there's no mentors in this. Who are the mentors in this game that are giving people this knowledge? Like Yachty has Coach K in his in, in his in his uh in his back yeah. pocket, or mm-hmm. you know, in his entourage and the people that are behind him. He has, you know, he had, uh, was Leo or Leo was Travis, right? Leo was Travis. Yeah, because he's not 300. He's that's, not 300. That's Travis, yeah. Right, okay. So it's but, quality control, so it's also Migos. Right, right, right. Con- yeah. I don't know the deal. But, like, <laughs> you, you, you got people that are older, that are influential, that can teach them about something, but you need people in your corner and that are older OGs to mentor you. And I, I would challenge some of these older artists from the 90s or the 80s or whatever, 70s, to be more receptive of where hip hop is going because mm-hmm. they have the ability to impress upon someone who is younger if they mentor them. Mm-hmm. It's not enough hip hop mentors in this building to be like, hey, I totally get what you're doing, bro. You're trying to get money, but let me put you on to some game real quick. Like, I thought the important part was that Yachty didn't know that he was in, if he was in a 360 yeah, deal or not. That was wild. To that me. was wild. It turns out that he wasn't, but. Like, who is there in his corner to be like, yo, 
youngin'. Like, let me let me school you on the game. Mm-hmm. So I really feel like it's a twofold system. Like, you have to have the OGs that are there I think that, to be pushing these young kids too. Because I agree with you on that. I think that Joe's delivery. I think that what Joe was saying. I think all he made. I don't think there was one point that wasn't true mm-hmm. that he made. I think that I agreed with almost every single point he made. His delivery was shit. That's what it was. Well, His delivery was fucking shit. Yes. No, I'm saying like as because he is an OG. He's not necessarily the most successful OG in the sure. game. He's not fucking. He's not like Rock Him. He's not no. uh, anyone from like Wu Tang. He's not these people who have seen like consistent peak success right. for all these years and have been considered like these legends. But he has seen success of some sort. He has been in the game to see the game for decades. I just think his delivery was complete shit. But to be fair, they've already they already had kind of like their beef before that on Twitter. So for them, right. it was already awkward for them to be in front of each other. I wonder if it had been Quavo coming up there talking about his shit, right. saying the same things if he would have been, you know, screaming at him the same way and talking no, over no, him a little bit. Not. I think he probably would have been a little more respectful. Absolutely. But I do do um what I did like is how there were points where you could see that Joe was trying to educate him. And then even after the interview, he tweeted, he said, I like Yachty as a person. I yeah. like, I think he's cool. I just don't care for his music. And I thought that that was, to me, that was, I liked that seeing that from an OG, like even though sure. he was acting the fuck up, you right. know, afterwards he was able to kind of be like, you know what? I'm not, not listening to you. Like I heard what you were saying as well. And right. I, you know, it's just, it was alarming though for him to talk about like, I have a good attorney. Yeah. Yeah, but you already signed the dotted line. Your attorney can't necessarily get you out of everything if you sign the dotted line. They put you in front of the paper. They negotiated the paper. They didn't necessarily make the paper. Right. And that's what concerns me. So to me, I, I, I agree. I think there should be a lot more, many more OGs yeah. to guide. And I think that's something that Styles P does. Like he tries to drop as many gems yes, on Twitter as possible. And that's why. And Jadakiss does try to do that as well. Yeah. Because um, they've been through the runaround in the game. Exactly. Diddy. Diddy. I mean, if, if, if it's not if, if it's not Diddy's artist, if it's somebody all, that he's coming across, he will drop a few business sure. gems. Sure. But it, unless it's, it's his artist, I then it's a different I don't speak on Diddy. I don't know. Story. It just looks crazy. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, a history of his own artist. Yes, right. But yeah. I, 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 I thought that that was... Right. I just think that Joe's delivery was shit, but I, I don't disagree with what he was saying. I don't disagree with what he was saying either, but I also, again, like, we have to... Here's the thing about OGs. Mm-hmm. You have to understand what, at the root of it, what you set out to do. You set out for hip-hop to expand, mm-hmm. to evolve. Yes. Like, I'm sure that everybody, except for maybe LL Cool J pre-rock him mm-hmm. was pretty upset at the way hip-hop had changed where it began to get too wordy i'm sure everybody after biggie you know didn't accept the fact that hip-hop was becoming marketable and jiggy quote-unquote yeah and shiny like but hip-hop has evolved over some maybe seven eight times already maybe even ten to max yeah i was gonna say because you know i mean you have like you have i mean how do you think, you know, people, I would say, like, people of Q-Tip's era, how do you think exactly. they felt about Soldier Boy? Right. You so, know, and he made the most money right. of anyone in that year span. Facts. Like, of any rapper. Exactly. So when you look back on that, are you mad that, are you bitter because it wasn't you, number one? Number two, are you mad at actually what you set out to do? You set out to take Biggie. I never thought that hip-hop would take it, this, it far. this far. Right, Exactly. Like, this is what the whole goal was to take 
what you loved and the oppression from being depressed and being racially profiled to make it into something that was global and that was mm-hmm. bigger than yourselves. And now that it is, the fact that a lot of people haven't benefit, benefited off of it that they should have, I'm sure has people in their feelings. But to say, I can't fuck with you because you're doing something that's foreign to me, to me is a cardinal sin as far as hip-hop because we support... Like, if you're a fan of hip-hop, you're a fan of all hip-hop. You may yeah. not like Chingy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you might not like Yachty. You might yeah. not look like 21 Savage. You might not like the rapping Duke or Kid and Play. But as far as hip-hop, you understand that it constantly evolves and that there are true gems in hip-hop that will always be there and there will still be some kind of root in hip-hop that will always be there. You got to take the good with the bad, the rough, with the great. I I just think that, I think that the argument, though, that a lot of people are, because I agree with you, because, I mean, when you look at it, you have, like, a Vince Staples who's close to Yachty's age, and he's making some of the most artsy, lyrical stuff out. You know, so I agree with that in the sense that there does have to be equal spectrums. But I think that when people think of the past, and they do think of artists like a Chingy, or a Vanilla Ice, or an MC Hammer. Damn, Chingy, was in that fold? God I would say so. Okay. I mean, at least with the stuff that put him on, like, I will, I'll, there, there are a couple of songs where he kind of spit a little. I don't know any of them. Yeah, like, because I, I was in the club getting crowded the other day, which is a hard-ass beat. And he wasn't spitting rid- ridiculous shit, but he wasn't spitting, like, hard street right. shit or anything. But um, I think that my issue with the sound-wise, like, I agree. Because I've been stubborn about, like, hip-hop evolving because, you know me, I'm an old head. It's sure. hard to watch it grow into something that you're not used to. Every I, That's just the stubbornness in me. And I'm trying my best to, like, be more accepting. Not accepting in the sense that I want to hear it. Accepting in the sense that everybody else does. Right. And that's what I'm trying to learn and get through. Like, I'm, Migos is really growing on me because I'm getting oh, I over my Migos. stubbornness. I right. A year ago, I would have been like, ugh. But now I'm really starting to actually take my own time sure. to listen to Migos. Probably because I'm at double XL stuff, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm I'm hearing it more and enjoying it. And they're making better quality stuff, I would say anyway. Yes they are. But um Yes they are. I would say that um as far as a, a rapper like a Lil Yachty, um I guess even maybe designer puts into this, but he's so different. He's just a hype rapper rather than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um I would say that and maybe Uzi, but I think Uzi has different beat selections mm-hmm. than um, a Yachty. I think that the, the issue I have with a Yachty is that when I look at art, other artists that would be like the Yachty's of the, you know, before of Vanilla Ice, MC Hammer, Chingy, whatever you want to call it, DJ Webstar. And wow. I'm, I'm just throwing out like Whoa. these, I'm just throwing out these. Like the, them franchise boys. And yeah. Like I'm just DJ throwing out Unk. these people who had like, Jesus at the time had a couple of hits. I think Yachty's going to grow more because obviously sure. he's already gotten like the top endorsement deals of and course. stuff. But I'm talking about for this year's span, like, He's done the same type of impact, I would say, where it's like very catchy club party shit. Mm-hmm. Um, my issue is that at least back then, the stuff that they were talking about wasn't wasn't any sort. It was ABC shit, but a lot of it seemed at least comprehensible uh, words next to other shit. Like I would say that Vanilla Ice's Ice Ice Baby was just a watered down like Will Smith track. Okay, but is that the fault of them or because I could be honest, like when you f- hear future, mm-hmm. like it's and that's I don't put somebody future from, in a good category to be honest, but right. that's my opinion. But, you but know? In, like he's over thirty, mm-hmm. he's been in the game for some time, and you could say that he kind of had 
a very, very impactful stamp on the, the quote unquote rap. mumble yes, rap absolutely. generation. I think he like I think he was like the pioneer for He might have been the G like how Jeezy and T I was for trap. Yes. He might have yes, he yes. might have been that for I mean I I think rap, I would unquote. give a little bit more of it to Gucci Mane because because Gucci Mane the way he enunciates certain words is a lot is sure, mumbly. Right. And he's definitely and every, every single one of these mumble rappers has said that Gucci is like one of their biggest influences. Well, Gu- Fetty Wap even too. Like, Gucci's the shit. So, yeah, no, I mean, I, the thing is, Gucci shit. does talk about shit, so that's something I'll right. I'll give to him. Like, I'm not going to take away from right. categorizing him the same as a mumble rap, but he's a smarter mumble rap. Sure, but they, like, they have OGs. Yeah, that's all, yeah. That's what I'm saying. No, they no, no, I, I completely agree. I'm not saying this came out of nowhere. Right. But, and that's my other thing, too, is that people are acting like, oh, hip-hop needs to evolve. I'm like, but it has been evolving. It's evolved so many times. But the thing is, what... Evol- is there ever evolve like an evolution aspect that is toxic where it could be potentially toxic are we are of- we watering down these raps so much now more than ever that our the next generation is literally going to have the lowest amount of intelligence as far as music taste We'll see now. Now that's music it. taste that influences other right. things in life. Because to me, when I listen to music, it definitely influences my view of the world. Not saying, oh, it's this person's sure. a role model. I'm going to go out and do this because they said. It. I'm saying that when I listen to a Nas song about something socially conscious, I'm not going to think about that all day, every day. I'm not going to want to go out and necessarily be like an activist or something like that. But it is going to change my view on certain things I see, certain things I hear. It definitely changed my perspective. Like Untitled changed my view on Fox News and right. CBS at the time when I was you know i thought that those were safe channels and yeah so i mean if we're doing and one thing the the positive thing i see about yadi is that he's anti-drugs which is great because our this generation is very like the these are the kids these are the kids of the of the parents that got drugs the sold to them from the hip-hop before sure and that and that's the thing i want to encourage everybody to like do their research because it's not just mumble rappers out like what kills me is that people think that it's only one generation of artists out, and it's not. Like, with hip-hop, there's always been a quote-unquote mumble rap yeah. generation. Mm-hmm. Whether it was mumble rap or whether it was ABC rap, whether it was safe rap, whether it was rap that just talked about partying and Curtis not the Blow issue. was like Curtis Blow. the pioneer. And right. Sugar Hill Gang. That shit a was hip so, hop, a hip yeah. That shit didn't make no sense. That shit no was ABC rap, yeah. A barber to bar to dang-a-dang. <laughs> like, this, this is where this shit started from. So, for me... I find it, there's always been a balance. Now, yes, as far as radio, from what we're what we're hearing as far as what is pushed to us, is there more of an imbalance? Absolutely. But this is why you see so many people going out and, and buying J. Cole CDs mm-hmm. and buying Kendrick Lamar CDs. We saw that he outsold yeah, Drake. Yeah, he, he's the highest selling of, of any rapper this year now. This year, we see that, yes, here are the documents that say even like people like Logic are putting out good yeah. material. I haven't heard it, but I heard it's amazing. But you see that people are going back towards lyrics in masses. So I think yeah, it's, we haven't it's seen, a lot less skewed than people we think. We haven't seen a Yachty or Migos outsell Kendrick. Migos didn't outsell Kendrick, and they have no. a humongous fan base. Sure. So, I mean, I, I agree with that. But they did, but now that's that's the core generation of the single generation because if you see bad and bougie and you see things well, like culture Pan- did go platinum to be right fair. culture went platinum or something but right and you see bad but and yeah. bougie and panda going diamond like people enjoy yes but people have always enjoyed songs yes top songs yeah they're going diamond thing. and platinum 
but you see that's why Magnolia is so big but Playboy Cardi's album didn't sell well sure but like Magnolia is like already about to be you know close to the top 20 I think exactly so we we hear that final final uh, uh, verdict on on Yachty great person definitely definitely not my cup of tea and hope that he hope that he educates himself right really like i like that was the first time where i'm i was rooting for him to be better rather than oh he just get him out of the paint i no longer want him out of the paint i want him to be better and get better and think better that's what i want uh he's 19 Mm y'all he's a 19 year old kid if you look back it was written in 19 hey but Nas was also (laughs) First of all, now it's a high school dropout. At, so Yachty is a college dropout after he one is, month or two his, months. Now it's <laughs> dropped out in ninth grade. Like <laughs> I'm saying, here's what I'm saying. Look at what you were doing at 19. Mm-hmm. You weren't making the best decisions for yourself. Mm-hmm. But this kid has ambition. This kid is drug free and alcohol free in mm-hmm. a business that highly encourages that. Absolutely. And you know. He's, he's being himself. And if that's what it is in 19, you could be on the corner. You could be lost. You could be working at Domino's and nothing wrong with that. But you could be so, so many different places. He's a millionaire. He's taking care of his family. He's doing dumb shit that 19-year-olds do. Yeah. And, yes, I think he will mature at some point. But the kid's a star. Yeah. At the end of the day, he's a star. And mm. he – no, he is. He has that appeal. And just like how you said about Vince Staples, there's a certain place for Vince Staples yeah. outside of music because he's a star. Yeah. Yachty's a star in his own right. Yeah. And I think they have two different avenues, but unequivocal, unequivocal stars, both of them. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. A few days ago, we see uh, <laughs> Funk Flex go on like a 48 to 52-hour rant. <sighs> so many bombs. <laughs> <laughs> About everything ranging mm. from Tupac to Tax Stone, Jam Master J to even his ex-wife. Um, oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. I yeah, didn't see that yeah, part. Yeah, the he, Jam Master J stuff hurt my heart, though. It's, it, it, it's, All of it it's did, rough. Yeah. A lot of it was very touchy subjects. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you know me, you know where I work. I might even put in shit out there. But mm-hmm. you know where I work. Mm-hmm. Um, so, to me... It was very interesting the first day. And the second day, I actually caught the live stream about what he was saying more in depth about Tupac and Biggie relationship and Mm. what happened. But before I get into my sentiments, I want to know what you thought about the whole thing. To be honest, I didn't watch the full Instagram live. I just saw, I think, like a two-minute clip Mm -hmm. of when the crying. Yeah. that The emotional one. Um, and I, I, um, I wrote up the post for Double XL about the, uh, the claims that he had made on Instagram Live with C's in the studio, yeah. where he said that he shot himself um, first or whatever. <sighs> I feel very like the, to be honest, I just to me it's kind of it's it's very hard for me to decide how I feel because this is some this isn't just an OG speaking from a perspective of someone who wasn't there. He's someone that knew that like knew everyone around him yes. was in it at the time. I do think it's odd he's bringing it up now. Yeah. That's really my. That's really where I'm like turning my head. Like, what are you doing? Like, this is you know, twenty some. It's over twenty years since his death. Mm-hmm. So to me, it is a little odd. I, it seems a little random. I don't really know exactly what fully sparked 
him to do all of this, especially to go this hard for it. Yeah. Um, but to me, I am kind of looking, I'm like, listen, if he has these opinions, they're coming from a place that none of us have. Mm-hmm. None of us have been in because we are all like fans. Right. He is not a fan. He is like people want to say that, you know, people associate flex now with the actions and the things that he does today mm-hmm. as his legacy. Sure. Rather, because our attention spans are so short. But meanwhile, he's been in the game longer than most. I think any radio DJ that's on the air right now. Pretty like I would say, right? Any prominent like as far as the hip hop, yeah, dominant, yeah. So yeah. it's like to me, it's like he can speak about this. Mm-hmm. He he has the sources. He has, and yes, we know that Flex in the past embellishes, and he does go on sometimes rants that he doesn't necessarily mean or things that he can't necessarily back up. Uh, but to me, like, this is such a crazy claim, and he has made crazy claims in the past, but this is such a crazy claim that, like, he is the only, he could prove it. Like, if, if he right. really wanted to do that, if he really wanted to go that far, like, he could prove it. He could pull up the receipts. Like, you know, he also had little C's in the studio. That's well, Lil he C's was on the phone. Oh, he was on the phone? Oh, okay. Phone. But he was... Lil C, um, well, Lil C's could come to the studio. Like, Lil okay. C's was at Quad that night, you know? Yes. Upstairs. But he was the one that went in the elevator to check, mm-hmm. like, to see, like, where's Pac? Like, bring him up. So, to me, I'm kind of like, I I, I feel uncomfortable listening okay. to it. I feel uncomfortable. But at the same time, I'm who am I to say, Flex, shut up? I'm not that person. Right. I can't say that because at the end of the day, you know what you know. I don't know what you know. Right. So, that's, I don't know. I'm very conflicted. Okay. Because I respect his legacy so much but yeah he's picking it, away at it chipping it away a it little. was <laughs> it was a lot to hear especially that first day um mm. i totally understand what you're saying because it was like where's this coming from yeah that's you what i don't get you don't know the root of it and it's because he spoke on it in like 2009 or something he's again been, he's been speaking on, on rant. Right. Like, i don't give a fuck about, right yeah he said it then he said it a few years earlier I just know why now why na- why again like and now i, I think I, I was listening to his rant yesterday well i was listening to his rant a few days ago rather mm-hmm. and i heard him say that this is a situation that still affects him Mm. I didn't understand the first time I heard it, the first part of that rant. I'm like, where's this coming from? You could hear, like, it felt like malice was in his voice and mm. his tweets. You saw the stop, stop idolizing false prophets. Yeah. And while I, I totally understand, it's a lot of people that don't and that look at Pac as this icon icon God, legend yeah god even yeah. right mm-hmm. so when you have things that are that that are that are disturbing that kind of perception you're gonna get a lot of kickback totally understand the second night that i heard it and he was speaking from more of an emotional standpoint yeah. i understood everything that he was saying as far as tupac shooting himself i had i had heard that before yeah I heard that's this been a rant. thing I think Pac even said that, like he shot himself, and then the reaction of the shot caused them to shoot oh, him. Mm. So either it was Pac, or I've heard that that claim before, like he yeah. shot himself on accident. That's not why I kind what I kind of had a problem with. the The problem I think a lot of people had was that yes, Pac is a legend and what whatever, 
but the man is is dead. That's and that's really that's, what it is. That's the issue. You so, know? so the second the second night though, you saw from a more uh, uh, emotional standpoint. Um, you can see that he said he appreciated who Pac was and the music, yeah. but he lied on this particular situation mm-hmm. that he knew. Which sparked the East Coast, West, West Coast, Coast beef, beef. Right. And caused a, exactly. a, another death. Like his, sure. His death and, and Biggie's death. His death and Biggie's death. So, yeah, death. I agree. And that death it, that was associated with that with Suge Knight's man that um, Suge Knight blamed bad boy uh, one of Diddy's bodyguards who also passed away later on in life, but... Mm. He blamed him for shooting his his mans and passed away, which also fueled the fire. Mm. So you had all these things stirring the pot of a gumbo of the reason why the East Coast West Coast beef was so prominent. For for if if the allegations are true and Pac did know that it wasn't Biggie who did this to him, I mean you got to look at it from an objective standpoint. I know we look at pockets. Well, did you know that Wack One Hundred said some stuff today? Sure. Wack One Hundred like had a had an interesting Instagram sure. live thing that came out where he said that Tupac was n- not a thug. Well, no, it, he well that yeah, right. but he said that Biggie and Biggie and Puff had nothing to do with Tupac. That was on some West Coast beef shit. That was yes. on some West Coast gang shit. Yeah. And then he said, well, I thought was interesting. He said that Suge, I thought this was this was interesting and a very good, strong point. Mm. He said that Suge Knight had nothing to do with Biggie's death. It was not a retaliation for Pac. He had nothing to do with it, like no ordering, no hitman, nothing, mm-hmm. because he actually wanted Biggie alive because it was better for business because Suge Knight is a, is a business for beef. Right. He needs beef in order for death row to be what it is. That's interesting. And I thought that was, and he was like, if Biggie had, was to leave, where would Death Row go after Tupac had already left? He right. needed the tension there on purpose. That's a good point. And I was like, that's a very, yeah. And so then he said, he said that Biggie was killed by a West Coast person at the order of a Harlem person. He said that the order and the bag of a Harlem had a Harlem person. His, and his, I thought that that was interesting. His, 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 because he even, that. he even said, ask mm. Puff, which See, was scary to me. Right. But, I can't yeah. see. I can't. Again, I'm just we, quoting him. Right. Yeah. We weren't there. Yeah. We, don't, we can't confirm nor deny. I will say that there's this documentary called Murder Rap. Mm-hmm. And it's a great I've been documentary. I'm to watch that. You should watch it. It's a great documentary about one of the police officers involved with the case and Greg Caden. <sighs> he had to like resign, right? Yeah, uh, he resigned. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a few officers. He says he that knows, resigned. I think. Yeah, he said he knows. He gives great valid points on what happened between two, both sides. And it seemed like it was on some gang type shit yeah. but again you have these people Biggie and Pac who are like the holy grail of hip hop because they die as what some would call martyrs for the game mm-hmm. when you speak out against their legacy of course you're going to get some kickback but I think we have to look at the situation as a real situation you have to look at it that yes while martyrs in the game that these young ki- that these kids died over rap 20 and 20 plus years ago you have to also look at it as yeah but at some situations they might have been young and dumb mm-hmm. and i'm not saying nobody deserved to die mm-hmm. tupac or biggie absolutely but not. as as 24 as 23 to 25 year olds at that point in time they were playing with fire yeah that they knew nothing to the magnitude about like i think people forget mm. like when people say pac died at 25 
Pac looked like he was 30 plus. Yeah. Big looked like he was 30 plus. They both had lives that went into quick ascension into superstardom. They did not look like kids, but they were. At 25, I can't even imagine the mind state that I, that I was. I'm still right. trying to catch up at 28. Yeah. But when you think about To pop, be so that it delved into right. like this street mentality sure. with such a successful business career yes. in music. Like, it's crazy to me. That you got, and now you on opposite sides or opposing sides of your control And you're, con- yeah, you're controlling the, the possible gang violence yes. on two whole coasts Coast. of the country. People is ready at your post to be mm-hmm. like, yo, where we going? Where we going? And that's what kind of happened. Well, WAC 100 also said with the whole, um, it was a, it was at the order of a Harlem dude. Mm-hmm. He thinks that the bullet was meant for Diddy and not Big. That's an interesting. And point that they too. thought that Big was that Diddy was in the car where Biggie was, and that's what that was. Wow. And to me, I thought that that actually kind of made some sense because I don't know if you've been reading this thread that's been going on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on, I'll get his name up. He has been literally dissecting with pictures, like pictures of everybody. Um, I gotta follow that. This I'm is always... it's it's the greatest thread I've probably ever. If, if right. you're like a hip hop fan, hold on. His name is um, at Just Sunlaid mm-hmm. or Lade. I'm not really sure. Um, I guess some because somebody tweeted saying like the scene of Pac getting shot at Quad Studios in this is fire. Mano is playing King Tut and he's fucking yes, wild he in. And then this guy, the uh, Just Sunlaid, put uh, Mano plays Tut and then literally starts going off about who Tut is. King Tut, put, yes. Yeah, puts all the pictures. He connects literally every person going to 50 Cent, to Keith Sweat, yes. to everybody. He yeah. connects every single one with Alpo, how all these people are connected. Mike Tyson. He, yes. Like, it's so He has pictures crazy. of Mike Tyson visiting them. Tut like, in jail. Crazy. Yep. It's crazy. He has, Ken, he has Ken Do doing Humans of New York. And I thought that, I didn't even know. Ken Do did Humans yes, of New York? Yes, I'll show you. It's the craziest thing ever. So Holy apparently he, went, he just went up to, um, he just went into the, prison right and he was just going at to random inmates and one of them was like i was convicted of distributing a large amount of crack cocaine i was after 60 months to cooperate and it's this old guy and it's kendu let me see pass that phone it's it's the craziest it's the craziest thing i've ever seen holy shit right i know i didn't even know that's who it was because i saw that post when it posted and i was like i don't know who that is like wow. it's just a random per- no it's fucking Kendu and apparently he's been trying to educate like young people he talks about the fact that his wife got 300 years just for being like married to him wow. all this stuff it's crazy I, I gotta check that that, that thread out but, but yeah you, the yeah. thread I was gonna say it's like, way deeper dissects, than rap yeah it dissects it's literally all the street ties of it's, these rappers to it and, and he's about to go rap. he's about to do he says um, Rakim and Eric B paid in full he's about to do Which that is era. a whole different <laughs> spin <laughs> with the original 50 cent in it I, yeah right it's it's, it's so crazy, crazy. but what alright so to, sorry to, I just had no, to no, put, no, no, I had to shout him out that is the craziest thread that was great I encourage people to go if you have I'm a hit History hip hop buff and yeah, that shit. It, this what, is the greatest thread right, ever. Once I get the bug, I like uh-huh. not not you got to Wikipedia bug, everything. Right. Yeah, yeah. I start to to go off on tangents, but what I will say is that it seems like it appears like this was totally bigger than rap, and that it has so many deep ties to the street that both of them were unable to escape it. And yeah. for people to say, you know, have these theories about. You know, uh, you know, Pac being assassinated by the government and the assassination by like you have once you look at the history of it, a lot of that whittles down into these people were killed by the street. Yeah. And 
it was no coincidence. They were murdered because of a lot of things that were going on and the ties that were happening. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's anticlimactic, but that's the reality that we're dealt with. So when somebody like Flex speaks about it, mm-hmm. sometimes it comes from a harsh place that people might not want to understand. But on a situation like Tupac, we have Pac so up here, like on a mountain, yeah. that it's hard to see the falls that he took yeah. as a young man. Yeah. And that's that's how I'll end off. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I completely agree. I just, I totally think that, I think that that's one thing that's hard for us, especially now being that nostalgia is so big, it's hard to see our OGs <coughs> and the people that paved, totally. paved this this incredible culture for us like if i mean if we found out something about rock him today all of us would, be, would not believe it right and we, we would immediately be like you're right. bullshitting but like, there's stories out there like yeah. i heard he got robbed yeah by the original 50 cent exactly you know, and ll and like we got to remember that these people were young people mm-hmm. just like us going through this they could have been a young bird and their chain snatch the same way <laughs> it happened it happened and there's stories out there mm-hmm. there's always gonna be a story of man, man this little motherfucker like I robbed that motherfucker. Yeah. Like, he ain't rock him to God. I robbed, like, but there's stories out there, not specifically with rock him, but with rappers that we hold to such a high caliber exactly. that have impacted culture so much. We can't see their fault. And we also have to, we also have to think about the fact at the time with Tupac, and like being the, as, as, you know, with the whole thug life thing, that was a market scheme. Sure. It, thug life wasn't, thug life was a movement for marketing it was purposes. An yeah, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't even necessarily to be like, oh, this is like, you know, a street, like this is a, its own gang. It was right. literally like a marketing scheme for his own shit. Like, mm-hmm. and yes, the marketing was to help his street credibility on top of his music, but it was a marketing standpoint. It right. was not, and, and a movement to try to inspire people as right. well. So at the end of the day, like a lot of this was pushed upon us by the labels itself and not the artists. Mm. So that's what we also have to think about. There we go. You know. All right. So, uh, final thoughts on Flex. It's tough, man. Yeah. I just, you know, I sometimes I, I just wanted. I wish he would be quiet without me t- having to tell him. So mm-hmm. that's what it is. I don't want to yeah. be one of those shut up flex people on Twitter. Right. <laughs> uh, I I think I I don't mind his honesty, and if mm-hmm. that's coming from an honest place, which it seems like Ed Lover, Mister C, Lil mm-hmm. C's, and all these people have confirmed a lot of these stories. And enough too. And enough. I don't mind the honesty. What I do mind is that you, not that he backpedaled, but you can't shoot first and then ask for forgiveness. Like, not that he asked for, he came from a very emotional place yeah. the second time around that he, that he did the first time. So mm-hmm. you had all these people going, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Where's this coming from? And why are you trying to tear down really this bold man? really on Twitter and then it seemed right, to be, right, yeah. Right, so, like, Stand on your stand on your stance from the from the beginning. I get that it's it's two sides and you gotta explain yourself, but you do it from a manner that's not so fuck y'all, fuck Pac, all yeah. this shit. Like it's coming. It has from to come like from, story time. So here's right, what happened. Right. Here's what happened. <laughs> yeah. Here's why I'm so emotional because Big lost his life over Pac Live because I definitely understand that. Yeah. Rather mm-hmm. than y'all need to stop idolizing fake prophets because Pac wasn't shit and he didn't say that verbatim, but that's that's what yeah the the gumbo was turned into. Yeah. Right. So that's where we come from. All right. So you have something you want me to go ten minutes. All right. Let's <laughs> let's uh you know what we'll end this off. Let's you end sure? this off. Yeah. Let's end this off with 
<laughs> yes, Jules. So we had uh, this social media sh- kind of uh, popping young lady, mm. happens to be white, yes, Jules, a few days ago, holding up a shirt on Twitter asking people, hey. She, like, yeah, she put a, twi- uh, a, a she put a picture of a shirt and it said N-words, was it N-words lie every day or something? N-words yeah. lie. Something like that. Some, not verbatim, but something like that. Yeah, and it was, it, and it said the N-word, obviously. Right. Um, and she was like, should I be, should I wear this? It was like, would it, or like, or am I allowed to, allowed I allowed to, to? wear this at a Rolling Loud this weekend? Right. Or some festi- or some festival. Some popular fucking festival. Right, this weekend. <sighs> right. Okay. So, two sides for me. Because... I totally, I was frustrated with her. I tweeted her. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, there's clearly people, like a person who, who thrives off of the hip-hop culture, uh, is validated off of appropriation of the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she hangs around a lot of black people. She's heavily involved in the culture and hosting and, be, and being a socialite in hip-hop. As somebody who is white, you have to understand the sensitivity of everything. You don't have a hood pass everywhere mm-hmm. amongst your friends. Cool. If they allow you to say certain words, or express certain feelings, get in on certain jer- jokes, say certain lyrics. That's cool. Don't think that that inclusion goes everywhere because mm-hmm. people don't know you from a fucking canopy mm-hmm. and people were absolutely right in being outraged in that. Mm -hmm. Now, while I say that to say this, I myself try now at 28 years old not to say the N-word like I did Mm -hmm. prior because I understand the connotations that it comes with. And more importantly, for me to say it out loud in 2017, you're continuing to burn the fire while people keep saying it. And let me say this. I don't feel like anybody should be saying it, but I understand the rights of black people, why they want to say it, take it while we want to take it and repurpose it to mean positive. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing with that hood passes and, and, and GPs get extended all the time to different cultures and different people. Mm Mm-hmm. So now you have this perception that it's okay for me to say it around my friends. And if it's okay for me to say it around my friends, I could go and say it because I'm popular and I'm all right. I'm cool. I can identify with the black culture. I got a black baby mom. I got a black kid. My, my Somebody's half black. Somebody allows me to say it. You have this ball of confusion now that's resonating with people of different cultures that has people fucked up. Because here's my thing. We allow, as a culture, Latinos to say it. Mm-hmm. It seems like if you oppress in any way, you could say it. But if you're the oppressor, you can't say it. Now, if somebody was to be like, oh, I'm half black, though. Mm. You see how tricky now it becomes? Because people give out these 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 hood passes to, to everybody now. Excuse me. Now it's not a a sense of value. Now you got people saying the word who don't understand the connotation that it comes from or who do, but say it with an A because 
That's the cool version. That's the non-offensive version. Us as black people, we're the only people who really do this. Nobody's saying, you know, forgive me. And I'm saying this to make a point. Nobody's saying spick in a conversational tone. Nobody's saying chink or mm. guido, you know, or anything like that in conversational tones because we understand that that's off limits. We have made this acceptable, yes, because it was brought onto us by oppressive people. We have turned this from, quote, unquote, lemons into lemonade. But at a point, you can't beat up everybody out there who is saying this word. And the people out there who are saying this word are allowed by other black people, in a sense, to be like, yo, you good. You hang around me, you can say whatever you want. That's not fucking right. Mm. That's not right. You don't make it comfortable for people to say it. And if that means you don't say it around them, then that's what it means. I try not to use that word mm-hmm. because I don't want anybody for one minute to think that it's okay to say that in a derogatory way, in a comfortable way. That's not a part of the people, the, the black people and the black cultural revolution and the black oppression that I represent Mm -hmm. because I've been used. The N word has been imposed on me in a negative light. I don't like the way it Mm. feels. I don't. So I thought to myself, like, why am I contributing to this? If I don't like it, let me try to stop saying it. And I cut it out of most of my vernacular. Mm. Sometimes I slip up, but I choose not to say it most times because I understand how much of a negative impact it can hold in the wrong hands. Mm. So you can turn into lemons and lemonade, but you got to understand who you serving that lemonade to. You could, it's all throughout music. And when you look in the clubs and it's 70% white people and you turn down the music on the part where there's an M bomb being dropped, that whole club is saying it, not thinking nothing of it. And you letting people believe that this is okay. Mm. So while I am furious and outraged at Jules, at yes, Jules, sorry. I gotta, we gotta, we gotta look at ourselves too. We gotta look at the culture that we come from. Are we, are, are we unbeknownst to us making this okay in a sense for people to say it of all different cultures? Cause that's all you hear from every culture. When somebody about to fight, don't matter who is an M bomb being dropped. Mm. And you, no matter if you white, Latino, Asian, Pacific Island, you can't give passes to somebody to shit on your history lineage like that. Oh, they could say it because they've been oppressed, but they can't say it. What kind of bullshit is that? Hmm. And then how do you get a barometer on who's black enough to say it or not? <laughs> like that that's the shit that eats me up. Mm. So that's my spiel. I want you to say how you feel. Well, I have many thoughts on this. Many negative, horrible, angry thoughts. I've yeah. been because you don't use the word. I absolutely. Right. I'm just not. making. It, I'm making it clear. Woo. You don't use the word. No, absolutely. This shit is getting me angry. This shit has got me really angry, like, over the past, like, 24 hours. Like, this shit has really, like, irked my fucking soul. And it's not even just the fact of, like, oh, I'm just trying to be part of the outrage. No, I'm outraged, obviously, for different reasons. One thing I will say to your point, though, is 
were you trying to you know take a partial responsibility for this fact of uh, the fact of the you know people in her community and you know her because they let minority they, friends allow giving allow her that her. pass i don't think one plus one equals two in that it sense. does not i don't think that there should i just don't i don't necessarily like i think that necess, i think that if you if you want to take responsibility for that and like if you want to say that obviously that's like your choice to me from my perspective i don't think that i think that you guys should be able to say whatever the fuck you want because you are the oppressed absolutely and that's the end of the story to me yeah yes jules puerto rican italian whatever the fuck she is claiming that is not black should not be able to say that fucking word because right. there is not one ounce of her family from what she is describing that is oppressed. Right. I don't give a fuck about that dumbass interview that she did where she literally said, "Oh, everybody's been depressed, been oppressed at some point, even racist." Shut the fuck up. I didn't see there, that. She, yeah, she bull- had an entire interview, right. and she even she t- wanted to talk about what's in the foods of Italians and Puerto Ricans to be able to make their asses fat. Oh, like you should see these. Like, uh, Shut the fuck up. All I give a shit about is the fact that you are not allowed to fucking say. I don't give a fuck mm. who you think gave you permission, who influenced you, what song you fucking heard. I don't give a f- I don't give a fuck if Rock Kim came to your fucking house, sat down and literally said, "Say it. Say it. Say it. Right. Don't fucking say it." At the end of the fucking day, you have not been oppressed. And my issue with the whole and people have been asking, "What does that have to do with the hip hop aspect of what she's involved in?" It's the race part. Yes. To me, hip-hop culture not to me sorry factually hip-hop culture was built off of oppression yeah meaning it was built off of people that were suffering having that word used against them in a derogatory manner so for you to say that word as a member of the hip-hop community that is trying to contribute to it and profit profit off of it and appropriate from it appropriate in it and you're trying to profit profit off of it, and you are now taking a word that means that is against someone that has been oppressed. When this is a culture you're profiting off of that was built from oppression, that's when I have a fucking issue. Because at the end of the day, you are representing for white women in this mm. fucking culture. You're not only representing for women, you're representing for white women, white people, and the white fucking culture. Mm. Because yes, you are fucking Italian, bitch. So at the end of the day, you make it fucking impossible for us to be looked at with any type of respect. I cannot get mad at at this week if somebody came up to me and literally just like met me and literally said, what do you know about hip hop? I could not argue. I couldn't just be like, you know what? You don't know me, did it? I could be like, you know what? I'm not even fucking mad. You probably think I'm going to call you the N word because look at Joe fucking schmo bitch, no jewels over here, Thanks. fucking called you that. So I can't even get fucking mad because at the end of the day, you are representing for a, for a race itself because you're mm-hmm. trying to beat the odds. You're trying to oh well, not all white girls are have flat asses. Shut the fuck up. You have you have done nothing. nothing to, to you do have done it. nothing to represent for the history of this culture. Right. You have done nothing to represent for the advancement of the positive parts of this culture. You are and not only that. What pisses me off even fucking more is because even if you're not doing shit for hip hop, you are doing work in Haiti. You do mm. non-profit work with children in Haiti that you constantly take pictures of. You are constantly posting and exposing all over your goddamn social mm. media who do not have social media to defend themselves and talk about their own privacy. You are constantly talking about the work you're doing in an impoverished country, but you want to use an oppressive-ass fucking word in a derogatory fucking manner right. on your fucking platform as a white fucking woman. And you want right. to question why you're treated the way you are. You want to question why people want to take sex tapes 
piece of you and and use it against you and want to and you want to do a fucking lawsuit like a fucking victim but you want to fucking talk about how you'll take home a light-skinned dude in the club and you want to bash black women constantly no one gives a fuck about your narrative bitch i don't give a fuck about why the fuck you said that word why you think it's okay i don't give a fuck about that goddamn video that proves that you say the n-word when you call someone oh what's up my little n-words when you're getting into a fucking car addressing your goddamn friends on camera you were only sorry because you lost two checks let's get it straight you're not fucking sorry because you said the damn word and you know what it means and you know the history and the context behind it and you know exactly why it's wrong you're not sorry because you're not apologizing to those kids in Haiti that you're fucking offending by saying that word and showing that you treat them like they're just that in that word, you see them in that way. You're not talking about shit. You're not mad that you lost a fucking check because let's get real. The only thing you do in this culture is profit from it. You don't do shit for it. And I'm also looking at the fucking artists that have co-signed her. That's I'm looking at I'm you, Pusha T. I'm Facts. looking at you, 2 Chains. I'm looking at you, Travis Scott. I'm looking at you, uh, what was it, Quavo, I believe. I'm looking at all of you motherfuckers That's that have gone to any of her 1 a.m. vibe shit and have co-signed her. And I'm looking at LeBron fucking James. My little sis, hashtag. Oh, you should vote for the Snapchat queen. I want to fucking address why the fuck hasn't LeBron James come out? You want to rock a Black Lives Matter shirt at your fucking games, right? Mm. You want to speak out about that shit at the ESPYs, right? Why the fuck aren't you saying that shit is not my little fucking sister, man? She used the fucking N-word. Why, why aren't you addressing that? So the, I hope I that Pusha T releases a fucking statement tonight. I don't want him to fucking wait. You guys want to speak out on every fucking issue under the sun, but your little sis out here that you're getting checks off of mm. and is helping you get more fucking checks with mm. labels... But you're not speaking out about shit about that. That's what I don't fucking understand at the end of the day. And that's and that's, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, for the people to co-sign her that happen to be mm. African-American, like, like y'all got to look at y'all selves. Remember that good music show right. that Kanye was supposed to right. show up to? Right, right, And everybody right. was like, oh, she's running the city tonight? Right. Yes, Jules got that win. Y'all, y'all. What did she get? Y'all a fucking the people, check. Exactly. Y'all the people that allow her to say this shit and make it feel like it's comfortable. Mm. So as much as the blame that I give her for being, trying to appropriate herself in this culture, I blame y'all too because y'all made it okay for her to feel as comfortable mm. as she did to use the N-word or to even... Y'all better discredit even, the fuck out right. of her after this. You y'all, better release a statement saying we do okay. not associate with... Right. The thing is, if you uh, if you previously... Like, to me, we didn't. I didn't necessarily know that she was racist. I just thought she was an appropriator. I just want nothing to do with that, but if other people do, whatever. Everybody, that's, that's everybody eats them. at the end of the day. Right. My thing is now the tables have fucking gone to a whole new table. Now it has gone to a racist table. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, if you are going to speak out about things like Black Lives Matter and you're going to speak out about these issues, I recommend you put out a statement saying you don't fucking want to associate with this bitch no more. Right. I recommend you say all ties have been cut. If you've previously had ties, cool, whatever. We were all kind of in the dark about this mm-hmm. exact side of her. We did not know that this is how she spoke unless because it, it was probably in the privacy of her own goddamn home. Right. Now it's public. What are you going to do? What the fuck are you going to do? And probably nothing. To be honest. That's what pisses me off, too. Probably to be nothing. And that's what I'm saying. It, it's it's the responsibility of others as well. Y'all making her feel comfortable enough mm. to talk like this. And y'all, when she say it, y'all don't got no problem with it. Mm. Knowing the historical content, that's con- the context that it comes with. And y'all allow her to be out here talking some crazy shit. Now, yes, most of that shit is on her because she felt comfortable enough mm-hmm. to try to make some of those jokes. But look at y'all selves. Mm. Look at the comfort y'all create with her using that word. Mm. If she use it, do you give her a GP pass? Oh, nah, you you the sis. Like, you good. Or Don't you worry. Or you just look to the signs and whatever. You look to the side, whatever. Because that's your homie. 
fuck that. Mm. You check her right then and there. Mm-mm. So that's why I can't even be all the way mad at her. I, I'm fucking mad at her, but I got to be mad at you too because y'all motherfuckers let her do this shit. Mm. Y'all comfortable in y'all circle to be, for her to be buddy-buddy, for you to be like, yeah, N-word, 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 and her go, yeah, because you know them N-words, and y'all laugh about it. Because this Not ain't cute. the first time she did it. Because if it was the first time, she wouldn't have been comfortable enough to post it on Twitter and be like, hey, guys, hey. Not only that, somebody. when she fucking apologized, she was liking fucking tweets of people re-putting in the fucking shirt. Right. Exactly. That's one thing. And I looked again today because I was going to screenshot and post and like be like, oh, she apologized and she's crying on fucking Snapchat. But mm-hmm. she liked this fucking tweet right after her fucking apology. Sure. But she she unliked it. And then of she course. deleted one of her tweets. And I'm like, oh, this is a pussy-ass bitch. She just doesn't want to lose a fucking check. Exactly. It had nothing. If everybody was cool with it and everybody turned the other cheek, there would be no outrage and no malice in her heart. But the fact that she lost so much is the is is the fact that it's it doesn't matter about the culture. Mm-hmm. You worried about yourself and your image and to be able to survive in this terrain. As, as as somebody who appropriates, I want Q Tip to give her a fucking history. That history lesson he gave Iggy, he should be giving oh, fucking yeah. her. Oh yeah, they That's bodied. The they bodied to. Iggy. Yeah. Oh yeah. They exactly. Iggy. And but needed to. I think that what Yes Jules is doing is worse. To sure. be honest with you, because she's thriving under the radar and even more. Yeah. As a socialite than Iggy was because she was in the public. So she was yeah. easy to criticize. Exactly. Yes, Jules was flying under the radar, so shit was sweet for her. She was mm. hanging around black people, so she was protected. But my she thing is... She was paparazzi and all that bullshit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Fuck what she got to say because we know where this shit come from. And if you don't, you need to educate yourself fast as a person of color. I'm saying this. I'm not giving nobody no minority oppressed pass to say that word. I'm making my business not to say it in most settings. And I'm going to make it my business not to say it in all settings. Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to contribute to somebody where I got to look at you and go, well, you cool. Or, well, you kind of black. Or, well, this and that. It should be no wells. It should be no, I need a barometer to test your quote-unquote blackness or black. If you got to test it, don't fucking I, say, don't say it. it. Don't fucking say and it. And I shouldn't make you comfortable enough to be like, yo, stand up for yourself and be like, bro, I don't like you using that word around me mm-hmm. on some real shit. I understand you feel like you comfortable to use it around your other friends. Don't use that shit around me because you don't hear me using it. Mm. Point blank, period. If you got a problem about it and you outraged about it enough, say it to their face. Mm. Don't create a comfortable situation for them and they won't fucking go don't around saying it. Don't, don't laugh that shit off. Don't laugh that shit off. Like, yo, you, you, you the bro, you can say it. You know what I mean? No. Don't do that shit. Because mm. one th- one right. thing I will say is that there's definitely been a debate over pun and Fat Joe. I was just having and that it, conversation yeah. today. And the thing is, the reason why I'm not speaking out and outraged about that is because Yesterday is a white woman like myself. Yes. And all I can speak for is someone who looks and represents for me. And that is that is what I'm speaking out on. Right. To me, I have no... No say in who can and say that shit. And see, that's what I'm I saying. I can have say in who the fuck shouldn't around me, as far right. as people who look like me, 
None of that. If you look like me, you cannot fucking say it. End right. of story. If you come from where I come from, you cannot fucking say it. Right. So that's all I'm speaking on. Like, because I know a lot of people have been like, oh, like bringing up, you know, Latinos and and Latinos and uh, hip hop and like their use of it. People have also bringing up bringing up Eminem and the one time that he did, I believe, use it. Yes. And, and brought he up sh- like should have been persecuted for that. Yeah. As, and to as be as honest with you, that's a small, a very small, because it's it's not sure. something. It's a small reason I don't really care for him and right. really listen to him because I'm I'm kind of like he's kind of. He, be, he, be, he benefits kind of off of this shit. We just right. we, we we just like to scratch it because he's so damn talented. Sure, but that's it. But like sure. he's still kind of in a similar fucking boat. Absolutely. Like he still should be fucking prosecuted for that too. But absolutely, I think I just I think that Yes Jules is complete trash of sure. this universe right now. Like I just think she's absolute trash for that shit. That shit and the thing crazy. is, is like she's been doing shit like this for a while, but this set me up over the edge because it's like this whole time she's been appropriating the culture and I've been trying to just be silent because you know, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to tear another woman down. Even if I do not agree with her or her ways, because I could speak on so many other women who do similar shit. Yeah. They either appropriate, they tear other people down, steal money, fuck around to get where they are. I know a ton of names in the industry that are like that. I would never name them. But, and I was just like, yes, she was just part of that style. So that's why I was never trying to tear somebody down. I was like, you know what? If it is a white woman that's in hip hop and hopefully one day she'll learn, let me try to at least, you know, raise her up in a way because hopefully she can represent well for me one day. Right. And she can be an influence for me to look up to. Hopefully she can get to that place and mm-hmm. she can look her, learn her history and she could be someone that I would be proud to stand next to and be like, look at us, white women right. that don't want to disrespect this culture that you have all created to be so amazing that we want to be part of. Right. But instead, now with the racist shit, and that's when it really set me the fuck off. Yeah. That is what fucking gets me because... That is so, like, that is just the ultimate suicide. Right. That's the ultimate, like, just killing yourself off, killing your race off, killing off all things of white. Because white people this year have already been acting the fuck up, as we Uh already know it. The government is already the (laughs) worst shit it is. Now we have this. It's like, come on, bro. Now, now, not not to get you, I'm making my final point, but I I agree with everything you said. Mm -hmm. And, again, when you mentioned the fat Joe big pun thing, shit, that's somebody's... (laughs) Somebody's Skype coming up or some shit <laughs> or FaceTime. Uh, when, when you when you mention the big pun and Fat Joe shit, and you mm-hmm. talk about the the, the Latino uh, influence on hip hop, and as far as African American culture, how do they fit in, and why is it oh. acceptable? Again, and and here here's why I say that people shouldn't be saying the word because not for the fact that oh it's wrong, it's you know this and that is so wrong, it's. But how do you judge mm. who can say this shit and who can't? Who gives you the liberty to say it and who doesn't? Am I wrong for feeling offended when somebody of that's a Latino says the word or should I ease up? They do come from the African diaspora, mm. but so does everybody else. Like everything started yeah. from the motherland. So again, a lot of people made the I saw somebody make the rule today that says if you're if you or your ancestors have faced the same oppression then you can use then it. you can use it that but was kind of like the that's rule so of thumb. subjective i know i was gonna say because like what if somebody has like their great 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 grand uncle right but then like can you know, can, you know Ju- I mean? can jewish people say it exactly can, can yeah. jewish can jewish that's people a, from europe say it because that's, that's they a good fa- point that's like, a good point yeah. and do they hold up a, a, a um ancestry.com paper yeah. to say hey 
You see, I'm part black or I'm Jewish or I'm Native American, so I'm able to use the word. The whole shit is fucking stupid. Yeah, this is a discussion I know for a fact I would never participate in because obviously, like, I would never be... That's not something I would be able to tackle but it is a very layered like, oh it's so on, layered. it's like an onion like of a conversation it's yeah it's yeah, something that is just can't... always gonna be it's always gonna right. be like a a very difficult uh uh level of com- levels of conversation sure. there's a lot and combat jack was kind of starting to tackle some of them on twitter today mm-hmm. which i thought was good but he was basically making it clear he's like i don't care what your friends do but i'm not doing that and, and, and that's that, what matters to me and that's what i'm saying it's like I'm, if i approve of it then you're good but if you're not if you if you're someone i don't approve of then right yeah uh, but see again it's it your goes, own rule of thumb it, 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 it's your own rule of thumb i'm making it my business and i say it on this show to Work hard by 2018 to really cut it out of my vernacular because I used it for so many years in normal conversation and listening and saying lyrics that it it's embedded in the native tongue of people all over the world. And because of hip hop, not to say, you know, it good or bad, whatever, it's part of the native vernacular now. Yeah. I'm saying for me, I don't want you saying it to me. Mm-hmm. I don't want you speaking in in a conversation with me. And this is for all cultures. And I'm saying because all cultures, if you're black, whether you're black or you're Latino, there isn't a, a white, there isn't a barometer I can gauge. So for me, I'm going to try my best not to say it. You can say it on your own time. Mm. I'm not making it acceptable anymore. Because you got people like this who come across and they give these bullshit apologies. Yep. And they go back to living their normal lives because their this friends. This bitch is sleeping in a penthouse right now. And their friends would be like, girl, don't worry about that shit. Like, Literally. Turn turn your phone off. You don't right, need to exactly. see the comments. And Literally. They, and they'll be black. And they'll be black. And that's that's the thing. Stop giving out GPs. Mm. Stop giving out her passes just because somebody grew up with you. Mm. have more respect for yourself and these people won't run around saying it and on the other side why you think that's cool mm. why you think it's cool to say I don't understand Like, why does an A or ER matter what changes about the historical context that makes it sexy for you to feel comfortable enough saying when there were people being called that hanging from trees set mm. on fire Headlines about them. Headlines. That. Postcards. Mm. Sending to your family. Where you think the word picnic came from? Mm. Break down that shit. Look at the historical context of that. People would be eating while there would be hanging going mm. on in parks. That's sad. If you feel comfortable enough saying that, I challenge you to do the knowledge and the history of where that comes from. Mm. It's not a pretty one. And just because we've taken it back in 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 this sort of in, in in this sort of rage against the establishment as a term of endearment in term of amongst endearment you guys. amongst yeah. us don't think that because we think it's inclusive that that means everybody is inclusive right. <laughs> no you don't bring in it's people it's exclusive is what it's oh, supposed so ex- to be <laughs> right exactly it's like the vip room at the club exactly like, you're not important enough but Sorry. not now that hip hop is blown up Mm. Everybody can say it. 
in Asia. Mm-hmm. This is how people. Oh, this Lil is, Wayne fans don't even fucking get me right. Started. This is normal because some of this is how people learn English. So they might not know how to say hi, how are you? But when they hear Lil Wayne, man, fuck these. I don't care anything. Mm. But they know that word from word. They know Wu-Tang word from word. And I'm not saying that you guys aren't. I would never tell somebody that's black to, hey, hey, yo, bro. Hey, you need to stop using that in your own life. But I'm saying be more conscientious of what's going on. Yeah. While y'all turning up on stage, encouraging people to say it, they take that shit home with mm. them. Mm. They take that shit home with them. These fucking frat parties and shit where these white boys just use it with amongst each other. Amongst each other. And y'all will get fucked up. Don't don't get it confused. There have been cert- there have been plenty of cases of people being smacked and beat the fuck up over using that word. And they call the police. And right. And they want to get them locked up and right. press charges, no. press a case. And it's like. Bro, you, you verbally assaulted me. I guarantee you there's going to be some sort of legal action from Jules. Guarantee it. She already did with the sex tape. She's already like pressing charges, like trying right. to find On the person outlets. who stole the phone. Right. I guarantee you there's going to be some sort of legal action. And that's off your own merit, Jules. Ma. Like, take. Be accountable. Your actions. It's gonna be. It, she's gonna claim because she's claiming. You know, there was somebody that sent her the the to wear the shirt or whatever the hell. Bullshit. You. Posted I guarantee it. you, she's gonna probably try to like press charges. Luke them. Some, yeah, I guarantee you and something that's, like and that. And that's bullshit. No. She's gonna victim blame. No. And I excuse my French. You want to be a nigga? Be a nigga now. Mm. Be a nigga. Mm. And suffer through this. Mm. I hope fuck, she gets her platform fuck taken. Her. Fuck her. Right from her. That's somebody who does not deserve a fucking platform. And that's kind of why I'm upset about to talk. Because it's like a part of me is like, maybe I shouldn't even talk about it. Don't address this bitch at all. We need it to, though. But but this, I'll guarantee you this. This this is my vow. This is my last time mentioning this bitch. Because this conversation needs to be fucking had. Yep. This is basically saying, like, you're a piece of shit. And I never want to acknowledge you again. But I need to acknowledge that you're a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. Because she really is a piece of shit. As far as, like, as a white woman to a white woman, you're a piece of shit. Like, you are the bottom of my fucking shoe at this point. Right. So, from now on, I am not going to mention her. I had to get my anger out, but that's it. I don't care what the fuck she does. I don't care what the fuck she goes. I don't care if she fucking takes over Nas's career. Nas will be done to me. Like, no, that's it. This oh, is disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting behavior. And I'm sure, I, I hope that anyone else who does this shit is exposed. Because I want to delete all y'all too. Facts. Like, I mean, unfollow me, bitch. Block me back. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, you got to be very careful with appropriation and, mm-hmm. you know, benefiting off a certain culture. Yep. You have to be very weary. You're lucky if you even get the fucking get chance in. to contribute in any right. sort of way to this fucking culture. Right. You're lucky if you get to type a sentence in this culture. That's what people don't fucking understand. Right. So, like, for, so for me, like in your own personal life, you use that. That's whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't stop you. From using that word. But if you use it around me, or if I see it in a context where you're trying to make a quote unquote joke, mm. or whatever the fuck she was trying to do, she's trying to make a funny, whatever, I'm gonna call you out on your shit. And I'm gonna call your peoples out. And I don't give a fuck who they mm-hmm. are, the people that's making it acceptable for you to do that. Look, we got angry here, yeah. but well warranted. And, um, that. yeah, I'm glad because this is something that we need to have. Mm. And, you know, again, you got to blame everybody in that situation. Yeah. Don't contribute to the bonfire. If, if you're going to explode like this, understand that there's blood on everybody's hands. Mm-hmm. You know, 
more so white people. Don't get me wrong, white people, plenty of blood. But <laughs> the the fact that th- there's these hood passes given out, there's mm-hmm. people making it acceptable for people to talk like this. Mm-hmm. And don't be naive that these people just go around saying this. And if they say it, it's amongst themselves. But there's people who make people feel comfortable. Mm. You've accepted them into your culture. She's accepted in black culture. She wears cornrows and all this, oh whatever. Like God. that's cool. She hangs around black people all the time, but you need to check her. Mm. If if it mattered to you, you need to check her. Absolutely. This has been Play Cousins Podcast, man. Uh, we'll be back with a guest next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I love these conversations, though. Yeah. Like, they, they always need to be had. This was a great uh, everyday struggle type show. <laughs> I love this. And, um, you know, maybe we can debate more in the future and have conversations more in the future about yes. things. We really don't debate. I mean, we got point of views, but I understand where you're coming from and, you know, vice versa. So this yes. was great. One of our better shows. I really like this. Yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Where can they find you? Uh, Lindsay India, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-I-N-D-I-A. Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, lindsayindia.com, and put my anxiety and rice on YouTube. That's right. And you got the article with Sean C and LV. LV yes, Sean C and LV on lindsayindia.com right That's now. Right. Go read that bitch. That's right. Talks <laughs> a lot about mental health. American <laughs> gangster as well. Where can um, they find you, Jameer? Uh, you guys can find me at it's Jameer, I-T-S-J-A-M-E-E-R on Twitter and Instagram. I am Jameer on Snapchat. Again, if you're Frisky ladies, hit me up on Facebook. And I, y'all look, sometimes y'all look like scams, but I'll try to accept y'all as we go along. Uh, Jameer Pond, J A M E R P O P O N D. Um, and on Instagram and Twitter, I'm dropping gems every day from now on social media. And um, I'm gonna open it to guests. Yay. Like when I get established, maybe 30 episodes, and then you gotta come on as well. And we gotta talk about some fun insightful <laughs> shit. Cool? Cool. All right, man. This has been Play Cousins. We'll be back next week. We in this bitch. And we, we out, out this bitch. Peace. <laughs>